Hey guys, please subscribe to Guna Fanzine TV. Good afternoon, welcome to Guna Fanzine TV. I'm with uh, an Arsenal legend here in uh, in Saka. He's got his uh, book out, which is well worth a read. It's called Big Friendly German. Perth, thanks for having us on. <laughs> thanks for being on Guna Fanzine TV. First of all, talk us through the book. Yeah, um, I mean, it was first published in, in Germany um, last year. And uh, yeah, we decided to translate it uh, into English and... Yeah, giving people an insight of, uh, let's say, 30 years uh, in football. You know, I started when I was four. My dad forced me to play and I retired just before my 34th birthday. So, yeah, really excited. And then telling people about my journey and key moments of, yeah, my career in football. So, um, and yeah, lots, lots of storytelling and uh, key moments for myself. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love that tweet you put out the other day about saying you were saying books were an important part of your career as a player with all the travelling, um, and you were really honoured to, to be able to write a book. What, 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 what message have you got to Arsenal fans in terms of wanting to buy the book? What, what would you say the highlight for Arsenal fans is in the book? Um, it, it gives a good overview and some reality on, uh, yeah, when you were assessed and judged at some stage of when you're very young, but it, it still can have a big effect on you and help you you know to excel from that from that point on so i'm really to to try to give people an impression of myself who i really are you know and what made me the person i am um and obviously having always the link to the bfg you know which stuck with me from the first moment i came to england so yeah and that played a huge part so i'm i'm really happy uh with a book that that was able and really fortunate to play in Germany for a long period, but as well, almost half of my pro career in England, and that shaped me a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was looking through it. Um, you obviously arrived at a, a quite a difficult time in Arsenal's history, um, literally days after the 8-2 at Man United, and you, yeah. you talk um, quite movingly about Arsene Wenger and, and how much of an influence he was in your, um, in your career at that stage. Just talk us through a few memories of Arsene Wenger. Yeah, it, it was amazing when when he called me for the first time and spoke to me in German and he wanted wanted me really to come to Arsenal and, and be the be the leader you know one of the leaders of the team so that really uh, stuck with me until today that he believed in me um, I had a tough first year where I did a lot of mistakes on the pitch but he always he made me vulnerable as a leader and he showed me that you you, are, you can be vulnerable as a leader and I needed to learn and to get the intensity of the Premier League the tempo uh, it took time yeah. to be honest but he always believed in me and thought I was intelligent enough to learn from those mistakes which uh, ultimately I did and had a couple of good seasons um, at a difficult period of time where the expectations were high yeah. deservedly we deserve to be high because Arsene Wenger made the club um, very successful in, in, in that time span but as well was a huge burden which ultimately led us to win some FA Cup triumphs, FA Cup titles, but we couldn't deliver on the Premier League front, which it's not only big regret, but big responsibility of the players that he had to go at one stage. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, you touch on it in your book, really. You were saying about Arsene Wenger's strengths that he was so calm and he had true belief in, in all his players. But he also made a, a, I don't know if it was a cryptic remark, but you said that was his, that was his biggest strength, inferring that potentially there was a weakness there as well. What, what do you think Arsene's weakness was? Um, I mean, he was, he had so much charisma, you know, in every sense of it. And he was a rock, always protecting the team. 
um, yeah but as you can imagine he he changed the world of English football yeah so with that comes a lot of expectations and and he was limited in terms of what he could bring always self-sustainable yeah. um, football club and there are other different examples and almost you can say that yeah he, he gave his best but on the other hand yeah he was calm and relaxed in in situations where sometimes i thought now it's time to, to be addressed you know especially on the field with some of the players we had we had a lot of freedom and i think um and i took a lot of responsibility and trying to shape the team and trying to demand probably i i wasn't as good as i thought i am in terms of how to lead a team to to bigger success um but we take pride in having won three fa cups in four seasons you know we could deliver in six six games and you know when you think about an fa cup run you need to win six games yeah. to win a trophy um on the front of having 38 games we weren't as consistent yeah so our dips we had throughout the seasons where we could deliver the team were not able to absolutely why do you think that was though? was it, i mean you try, you try and analyze it in your book slightly yeah. but was it a lack of um character potentially or was that too simplistic you talk anything about anything well. really yeah. um that you would come up with a lack of quality in in crucial moments where champions deliver in, yeah. in certain kind of moments especially when you have 38 games yeah. and from a setback champions can recover very quickly and bounce back um we could do sometimes when the neck was on the line to reach champions league football we had some great good runs uh, but probably the best chance when we won against Leicester that season and when you think that champions then understand that we need to go from here and kick start from here we couldn't really deliver yeah. and that is yeah th probably the regrets you know you have after your career but in terms of being fortunate to to kind of influence the club and kind of given the opportunity now to influence some of the young players that that gives me that gives that there's real pride for myself but in those situations and going back and reflecting on situ situations I, I regret a lot yeah yeah what, what was your biggest regret then um i don't know uh, i think when when leicester won the title mm. possibly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um when you look at the season you think about that was really the chance we had yeah. because other all the other big teams did really struggle and we were there um and Arsenal beat them 5-2 at Leicester and 2-1 at the Emirates didn't they yes yeah <laughs> so I think they lost three games yeah, and we two won two against them yeah. um but we weren't able to deliver on on other fronts so that was that season probably biggest regret um but still lots to take from it so um the level where we are and let's say the criticism we took from that um almost went in towards yeah um with a manager we can't win with it with with the with the squad and the manager we, we can't win those trophies our ambition is to go higher so there's a lot of change happening right now at the club and we hope for for a better future really in terms of can we compete with premier league titles and champions league titles because at the moment we're not yeah absolutely i mean you touched on it about the academy we'll go into that in, in detail yeah. in a second but i've got to ask what, what are the main difference between arsene wenger and say unai emery i think the, the club has been in a, a massive change process in terms of arsene wenger was uh, ultimately he was the main decision maker and 
the club trying to spread now the, the decision making and the responsibilities that Una is focused on the first team the training and the games and he gives it gives his all on that front and Asim was more the, the broader picture of the club as well so we have new CEOs and Raul and Vinay who, who take care of, of the club in, in a sense of sharing responsibilities so and giving me the opportunity and Edu as technical director me as academy manager to have yeah more leadership and more responsibility so we hope that that works in a sense of there's um yeah more leadership and there's it's better to manage at the end of the day because it's not as big as what Arsene used to do yeah. doing doing almost everything absolutely i mean put you on the spot there are you saying there was potentially a lack of leadership prior to this summer then yeah or misuse of leadership in terms of the personnel that was responsible for the academy or responsible mm. for for the recruitment i think we've got a chance now to readdress all the issues and readdress um the club moving forward and and i take a lot of responsibility not could not deliver at the highest level as a player but we have the leg legacy of Arsene Wenger being successful and, and winning titles. So I take that. I want to take that legacy to another level and be responsible for the next generation bringing out academy players. So, and Edu sees the same and Roland Winner sees it as the same to build on that legacy because there's a lot of expectation and responsibility with that. Can I ask, well, what's your view on the Cronkies? Josh has, um, yeah. has stepped up this season um, or this summer. Yes. Um, have you, were you aware of the We Care Do You campaign? No, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Um, I'm. I was. Um, obviously, Josh was happy for me to take over the academy, and I, I think he will be more present and more vocal in terms of um, wanting to take Arsenal to the next level. I think that came clearly out in the summer, mm. and I'm. I'm quite happy right now with that because um, when we speak, we are quite close, and I tell him my intentions for the academy and. He, he confirms with that that we we need to be world class in the academy we need to have the resources so my focus on really bringing the academy to a world class level where we where we get the best talent in and develop the best talent into into great footballers so and he's on board with that and that's kind of where i address my full energy right now so the um, the communication i have with him entrusting me and giving me um a kind of the funds to do so are, are quite very positive right now so I'm, I'm really pleased absolutely and um, I mean you touched on your book on, on Mesut Ozil yeah um, what's your take on him he, he can be a genius you know he can be a genius and take Germany to another level Arsenal to another level I've played with him in, in many occasions but sometimes he's just fine with the status quo sometimes we, we just misinterpret his, his, his nature and he is sometimes laid back sometimes um, he's not chasing down but actually what he does on the pitches can be amazing so we need to take it we need to embrace him fully on you know we, we gave him that big contract so he needs to be one of our focus players and let's hope that he can come back to his best and just deliver those magic moments no one else can deliver absolutely I mean how far can this team go under him I know um, at the moment I I think we are um, we're well managed but we want to come back to Champions League. That should yeah. be the, the short-term focus is Champions League football um, this season. When I look to the seasons ahead, I'm thinking of competing for Premier League titles and winning those. But that's that's easy to say. I think short-term, 
everyone wants to go back to the Champions League because we're not at the moment Man City and Liverpool are the main focus yeah. they are competing against each, against each other for the title and probably for the Champions League as well we're not quite there but w I think we had a positive summer yeah. and there's a positive mindset a positive feeling around this place absolutely just to go back to but talk us through 2014 that was your, one of yeah. the best years of your career wasn't it FA Cup and then it the was Cup. it was um, uh, probably best season in terms of performances uh, in terms of titles as well and in terms of just the relief and the joy of being part of those squads and playing a part is um, very humbling for me and looking back to those to that year in particular uh, gave me some memorable moments and probably that defined my career as a player as a person and allowed me to be able to be in a position I am right now yeah. and be regarded one of one of the players who can deliver on the pitch but as well in his career afterwards absolutely what did it feel like as an Arsenal man to, to lift the FA Cup that must be quite special um, very special to deliver something for the fans because I almost thought those occasions at Wembley just kept the connection going yeah and the belief in the team because when you look at back at, at those trophies 14 15 FA Cup wins we were expected to win it against um, a Hull against the Aston Villa mm. but the 2017 title against the, the champions were mega special being total underdogs but to deliver that trophy for the fans was probably the best moment in my Arsenal career because no one did expect us to do so. Fantastic. Just just a couple more. Um, you, you make some really interesting points about being a German in London as well. Yeah. You, you sort of saying you, sometimes you wish you were in Bremen when you were in London and vice versa. Yeah. What was the best part of being a Londoner? Um, it's just a big international city. And as my sons now grow up in London and they love it here, it's just being being part of such a great club in London means a lot to me and my family. So to, to fully embrace it really took me a little bit of time, but now I'm I'm fully in the air. Fantastic. And once an Arsenal man, always an Arsenal man. That's for sure. <laughs> so I just want to talk quickly about captaincy. Obviously, it's something you've thought a lot about, having captained Arsenal to trophies. People say that it's changed a lot, the actual role of a captain mm -hmm. now. What do you think of that? I think it's still, still a big job to do. Um, but I think that in terms of being leaders on a team, you have more than just one. So that was probably the focus point 10 years ago. There was only one person who are responsible for everything. Now you need uh, to share responsibility and uh, to have leadership around the squad throughout young players as well who want to step up really. And, but I can feel that even for Arsenal, you have Rob Holding, Callum Chambers. They want to take more responsibility. Hector Bellin, young players who have been in the system, in the academy, feel that they're responsible to, to bring the club forward. So yeah. everyone is held to be a leader. Yeah. And in the past, obviously, Arsenal have been criticised for having sort of a leadership problem. Mm. Do you think Emery can solve that with players like Hector Bellerin? And yeah. And he needs to make a decision. Who is his, his main leader? Who is his captain? And, and, and the, one, the ones who will support him, you know, on, on a daily, weekly basis. So I think he's ready to sp spread to share responsibility which is um, understandable in my point of view but w I think you need a captain who you know who, who speaks up you know in the especially in the difficult moments yeah yeah, yeah and I went down to Everton uh, the Everton game gets to the under 23s yeah. um, and obviously Hex Bellerin came down to watch yeah. in the crowd that's very captain like behavior isn't it uh, do you think he's a real candidate for a future captaincy? Uh, definitely. We have a lot of good potentially uh, players who can step up and make a difference, especially when they know the academy, 
know the system, know what is needed and what kind of qualities are needed for a player who plays regular first team to attend to these games, for example, and show themselves, show the support for others. These are qualities we need in our current first team squad. Yeah, and Rob Holding as well, obviously, another big centre-back. He played for the under-23s the other day. Do you see him as a, a leader type? Obviously, I was a lot about him being a really good personality in the press recently. Yeah, I tr tried to teach him as much as I could, yeah. possibly, <laughs> to be, um, yeah, to make sure that he understands his his quality and what he's good at. And he's someone who I, who I think highly of in terms of his potentially as a football player, but as well being respected as one and being respected in the dressing room because for what he stands for. In general, around the club, do you think there are more leaders now than when you were there? I think so. Team? I think there's in the team and shared responsibility and leaders as well in the club on exact level, you know, in the technical direction, academy, first team, um, football operations. I think we have got um, good stuff and good people who can lead this club um, to even more success in the future. Brilliant. Cheers. Thank you very much. No worries. What do you want me to say? Uh, subscribe to Guna Fanzine TV. Guna Fans? Fanzine. Like fanzine. Mag like magazine. But okay. Fanzine. Hey guys, please subscribe to Guna Fanzine Magazine. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, sorry. Uh, Guna Fanzine. Okay, Guna Fanzine TV. Hey guys, please subscribe to Guna Fanzine TV. Guna Fanzine magazine. You should think about it then. Eh?